Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. You're listening to The Sports Stove with host Vince Stover. The Sports Stove is sponsored by RA Marketing. Go radigital.com. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove podcast. Today we look at the NFL and, even more specifically, the quarterback situation for the top teams prepared for a COVID season. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove podcast. Welcome into today's Sports Stove podcast. Today we are talking about the team's best prepared at quarterback for the upcoming season with COVID hitting and the possibility of needing backup quarterbacks more. Um, We wanted to discuss these teams, and today we do have a guest with us on the RA Marketing Guest Hotline. Uh, My dad joins us for the episode today, so hey dad, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. All right, so we're looking at, again, the the purpose behind this is the assumption that COVID's going to hit, and uh, more than likely there's potential to use backup quarterbacks more in the upcoming NFL season. And uh, so we've kind of put together a list, Uh, me and my dad both put together a list, and uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. So I'm going to start with team number one, dad, on your list. Who you got as team number one uh, for the quarterbacks of the upcoming season? I have the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts. So you got the starter, Phillip Rivers, and then two backups, uh, looks like, right now, with Jacoby Brissett and then the rookie Eason as well. So what makes you think that they are the uh, – what do you like about them being number one? Well, on the, the fact that they have the starter from last year, he would know the system real well, and he'll be the backup. It just seems like of all the teams, uh, especially when you talk about the COVID, this may be a deal where teams are just um, they're just using a guy for two weeks until you get the other guy back. Um, I'm kind of looking at the list that way rather than – the starter getting hurt and being out for an extended period of time. And it would seem like if Philip Rivers said it was in well, again, you've got someone that knows the system behind, and it, it seems like he'd fit right in. Yeah, I think so. And I think, too, with the rookie uh, Eason there as the number three, you've got that potential, um, talent potential. Maybe he even beats out Brissett, um, or at least later in the season possibly as the main backup. And uh, Rivers coming in. Rivers is familiar with the system as well, of course, um, to some degree. But having, I think when I'm looking at breaking down these teams, there's kind of three things that I'm looking at. I'm looking at um, proven already what they've done, uh, potential, what they could be, and then experience as well. If they've had a lot of experience and things like that as well. And Brissett fits that as the backup 
with lots of experience. I don't know that he's great. I don't know that he's a starter long-term in the NFL, but but he's definitely got that. And then even Eason, being three deep uh, really is, I think, important. And Eason coming in with potential uh, as well behind them. Now, I did not have the Colts number one, but I'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, Let's go ahead and go on to your number two team. Number two, I'd have the Cowboys. Um, not not a big cowboy fan necessarily, <laughs> as you know. But um, again, I think with Andy Dalton as the backup, you've got maybe the strongest backup of anybody potentially. Uh, of course, you do have the new coach there, and there's several things that will have to shake right. But when you look at two people that have been starters, um, it, it looked like they'd be pretty well set. Yeah, I agree. I had the Cowboys number two as well. Uh, Dak Prescott, of course, the starter, Andy Dalton, the backup. Both of them going to be learning the Mike McCarthy system to some degree, although, of course, the offensive coordinator comes back again for Dak, and so there should be some familiarity there. But I think Andy Dalton is probably, I have him as the second best backup in the league right now, and uh, uh, he obviously has plenty of experience underneath his belt, and some even thought that maybe they would let Dak walk and keep Andy Dalton, maybe bring a rookie in next year or something like that. But I think the Cowboys are very well set coming into the season at quarterback for sure. I agree completely with you on that. Who do you got number three? Number three, I had the Saints. Um, Again, that one's a little tricky, but I think the the system is pretty well set. They've got a backup who's been in the system. And if you're talking for two weeks, I think they could run uh, pretty well there. Well, I've got the Saints at number one because with the signing of Jameis Winston uh, being there as well as Taysom Hill behind Breeze, they've got lots of talent there in New Orleans. And Winston, although he threw a lot of interceptions in Tampa, he also threw a lot of touchdowns and threw for a lot of yards. And so I think the Saints are probably set up the best behind Breeze right now with Taysom Hill again having experience in the system. I think Jameis Winston would really be the guy that comes in and plays if Breeze goes down or has to be out for a little while. So our top three, we have the same three teams, but in different order. I've got New Orleans, Dallas, Indianapolis. You've got Indianapolis, Dallas, and New Orleans. Uh, There's the top three teams prepared. And to me, these three teams are by far the best three teams set uh, going into the new year. I think there's a drop-off after you get to these three um, where you still have potential and different things like that. But I think these three are, without a doubt, in a tier of their own the best set for what's coming here in the, in the next year. All right, let's keep moving. Number four. Um, I would have the Raiders uh, there again. I, you don't know how Mariota is going to fit into the system. Again, being a little familiar with him, watching him a lot in Tennessee, um, you know, he, he could do real well. And again, of course, Carr, you know, has to, be healthy and do well also. But again, two people there that have been starters. Yeah, so I've got them number eight on my list. Um, I really like David Carr a lot, and I've listened to some guys that have played with him over this last few months and interviews and things like that, and they've all spoken highly of him as a quarterback. And Mariota, like you said, has lots of experience as well. Uh, There's a little bit of question of what he is. I'm not sure that Tennessee used him the best in the his time with Tennessee, but I'm also not sure. What's your thoughts on on John Gruden? Do you think he still has what it takes to coach it in the NFL? Um, I think so. And again, quarterback is where supposedly he is strong. 
Um, you know, to me, it's more of Carr really being healthy and everything there. I think he has all the potential. Uh, you hear some people say Gruden, you know, may have given up on him and moving on, then that would be different. Um, again, I don't know how Mariota will fit. Obviously, he was great in college, so there's got to be a, a way there somewhere if you can get him in the system. He may do well at the Raiders. He may just do well and be able to move on somewhere better next year. But uh, I would think Gruden would, would do fine. Uh, you know, they had the hit on some real good draft picks last year. Um they are in a little bit of a tough, tough division, but um, be interesting to see. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, that's really you know there was the rumors that Carr was done in in Vegas that uh, Gruden and Carr weren't getting along. But the more that I've heard, it sounds like that's a little overblown. We'll wait and see kind of what happens once the season gets moving and what they do there with Carr and Mariota. But I do think they're set up pretty well. Uh, for the season, at least, if you're talking about a couple weeks filling in, things like that. All right, number five. Who do you got number five? Number five, I have the Bears. Again, not a Bear fan at all. But, uh, <laughs> and part of that, I think, will depend on who ends up being the starter. Um, if Foles is the starter, which I think would make a lot of sense, then it might not be as good. I don't know how Trubinsky would do as the backup. If Trubinsky is the starter, of course, we already know Foles can be a good backup, and again, two guys that have started, um, you know, like I said, I, I agree with you, the top three teams are the best, mainly because they have the best three teams around them, hmm. everyone else, you know, whoever comes in may not have as good a cast to play with, so. Yeah, it's true, I, the Bears did not make my top ten, uh, I got them number 11, actually, um, I think Trubisky is probably going to start the season. And just from everything that I can see so far, but who knows if if he comes in and just tanks it? So they don't have a preseason, so <laughs> so I don't know how I don't know that he could do bad in practice necessarily. So I think Trubisky has the 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 front there right now, but uh, you're right. Foles comes in, he's proven, and you know Trubisky. They they said that he's got a new throwing motion and all that kind of stuff. Who knows if that's going to work? I wouldn't assume so. But uh, as Packer fans. I think we all cheer for Trubisky to be the starter uh, in Chicago. but uh, and, and we'd all like C.J. Cutler come in as the backup. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, uh, the Bears in at number five on Dad's list, number 11 on my list, did not make the top ten. All right, number six. Number six, I got the Dolphins. Again, you hear a lot about who is going to start there. Um, if Tua starts, then obviously you've got a really good backup behind him yeah um if he doesn't you don't know how well he would do coming in again he was really good in college so i'm kind of basing that on the fact that um you know he would be very good as one of the two and of course um the other quarterback has has been a proven backup so yeah so i've got the dolphins at number 13 they didn't make my top 10 either um and really it became for me an issue is at the front end Miami didn't have it uh, more so than in the back end. So Fitzpatrick's probably starting the season, playing maybe four, six games, something like that, depending on how those go. I would assume we're going to see Tua before the season's done. And then they got Josh Rosen as well there as number three. To me, they're, they've got that good middle depth, but at the front end, not as excited about them as it could be. So, so I, I did consider them, but I didn't have them in the top ten. So that's two teams now 
that you've got in the top ten that I do not have in the top ten. Uh, what do you got for number seven? Number seven, I got Kansas City. Uh, obviously, if Mahomes gets hurt, there's quite a fall off. But Matt Moore has played, and I think could again, if you're talking for two weeks um, or more, could manage. They're going to have a strong team, more than likely a good system, and um, just looking at all of them, it's kind of close to me, bunched up last seven, eight, nine, ten, and on. But um, Kansas City seemed like again Matt Moore had experience. Yeah, I've got them in the same area. I got them number six on my list. Uh, Mahomes is, I think, the best quarterback in the league right now. Um, so if you lose him, you're right. You're, you're going to take a step backwards. Matt Moore, he came in and played, I think, one game last season uh, when Mahomes got hurt, and we thought he was going to be playing many games, but Mahomes came back. Um, Moore, and they also have Chad Henney there, too, who has some proven backup experience. And I think with the system, the way it's set up, um, and the, the talent around them, I think you're right. Matt Moore can succeed at least for a few weeks uh, in Kansas City as well. So I've got him right there around that t- same area. I've got him number six. You've got him number seven. Uh, who do you got at number eight? Number eight, I have Atlanta. Um, again, Schaub is a you know, proven backup, has been there and had been, I think, in that system. And, um, again, you know, could be a, a drop-off. Um, but with, with some talent around them, um, that, that's who I got today. All right. So I, Atlanta didn't make my list at all. <laughs> Matt, Matt Ryan is, is still very good. He's probably a top 10 quarterback, I would assume, in the league, uh, in that range at least. Um, Schaub, I, he's just old now. I mean, you think, of, for me, I'm thinking about, I remember when he came into the league, um, that feels like ages ago. And, I mean, I know old quarterbacks can succeed still, but uh, I, to me, uh, Atlanta was not one that set up well. If I think if, if uh, uh, Ryan goes down, I think they're in big, big trouble. They might be in big trouble even with Matt Ryan, to be honest with you. That's um, true. Yeah, but uh, we'll see We'll see how that, that turns out for them. All right, who do you have at number nine? Next, I had Baltimore again. I like RG3, and I think you'd be in the same – could keep the same system when you're talking for two weeks. And um, I think he could manage the system well there. So I have Baltimore. Yeah, I had Baltimore in the exact same spot at number nine as well. Um, Lamar Jackson is an exciting quarterback, and, and he's done been able to avoid getting hit up to this point in his career. But uh, you would assume that over time – that will change RG3. The backup there should be able to fill in and still uh, the system is set up for quarterbacks like Lamar and RG3. They've done a great job in Baltimore. I think the best job of any team in the NFL of, of developing a team, putting together a team that fits their quarterback, and uh, they run the right system. They've got the talent around them. I think they're set up well as well. I've got them at number nine also, which brings us to your number 10 team. Uh, number 10, I have the Packers. Um, again, being a Packer fan, I looked at it, almost didn't put them in the top 10. Uh, hard to tell, obviously, when Rodgers goes down, everything usually really does change. And without preseason, it's hard to tell who the backup will be. Uh, if it is, well, uh, he has been in the system for a year. Again, I think this one's a lot different when you're looking at somebody coming in for two weeks in the system. I think LaFleur will have a strong system. I think they are going to be able to run the ball more. 
Um, I think two weeks is different than Rodgers going down week seven and being out for the year. Uh, then unless Jordan Love really comes on, they would be in trouble. So I think the Packers will only keep two, and that might change depending on if they expand the rosters or however they do that for the upcoming season. And I don't I, – I mean, Tim Boyle, if you're a Packer fan, you know who he is. If you're not, you probably don't know who he is. And I don't think – I think he's a career backup and, uh, and maybe even at best a third-string quarterback, <laughs> honestly. But uh, Jordan Love I think will be the number two. I've got the Packers at number seven. Uh, on my list as well, and that's going purely off the potential of Jordan Love. I didn't watch Jordan Love in college. All I've seen is highlights. Um, all you heard is what people said about him, you know, leading up to the draft and at the draft. And so it's hard to say for sure, but with that much potential, um, I feel like Green Bay is in a is in a as, as good a spot as they've been in a long time. I mean, being Packers fans, you know, Deshaun Kaiser was the backup one year that didn't work out. Uh, Brett Hundley was the backup. That didn't work out. Tim Boyle, no Packer fan had great uh, had their hopes set on him. So uh, I think they're definitely set up better than they've been in a while for this season. So let's talk about a couple teams that did not make your top ten um, that did make mine. And uh, so I've got it number four. You didn't even have them in your top ten. My number four and five team you didn't have in the top ten. So my number four team is Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland's got uh, Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum. Keenum had a great season in Minnesota a couple years ago and then fell off the the face of the earth when he went to Denver. But uh, um, I think that the Browns are set up well. And just like you said with some other teams, they've got the offensive talent around them is dynamic. And if they can have someone that just gets the ball to these guys, um, I think Baker Mayfield will play a lot better this year. But uh, I think the Browns are set up well at quarterback for this season. Did you have them on your on your honorable mention at all? No, no, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't. I'm not sure how Cleveland's going to do, and um, no, I didn't. Okay. Uh, my number five team was San Francisco. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Mullins, and C.J. Beathard. Uh, last year, Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard were the talk of the town in preseason. Many people thought one of those guys would get traded. Um, actually, C.J. Beathard's name came up for Green Bay last year. Um, had he gotten cut, a lot of people said Green Bay would have signed him. Um, both of those guys unproven as backups, uh, young and, and just kind of all about potential for them. For the most part, they've played some. Um, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is the best quarterback in the league, but he's obviously good enough to take a team to the Super Bowl. And, uh, and I think with Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard behind him, I think San Francisco is set up very nicely for this year because I don't think there's as big a drop-off behind uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo to Nick Mullins or to C.J. Beathard where there might be bigger drop-offs like Mahomes to Matt Moore, uh, Rivers to Brissett, those kind of things as well. Uh, the 49ers make your honorable mention. No. Okay. <laughs> they did not. They did not. All right. Uh, so let's see. Then I've got one other team you didn't have. So my top nine was New Orleans, Dallas, Indianapolis, Cleveland, San Francisco, Kansas City, Green Bay, Las Vegas, Baltimore. Then the number 10 team I had was the Carolina Panthers. And I didn't expect you to have the Panthers in uh, your top 10. But uh, they bring in Teddy Bridgewater as the starter. 
Uh, he's had some good seasons in Minnesota. He looked really good for New Orleans when Breeze was out last year. So now he's being handed the keys. Then they brought in the XFL quarterback, P.J. Walker. Walker had was by far the best quarterback, I thought at least, in the XFL. And uh, has experience in Indianapolis as a backup as well. I thought uh, P.J. Walker was the one guy in the XFL that I thought could translate to the NFL. And I'm very high on P.J. Walker. So I'm not surprised you didn't have them in your list. Uh, but nonetheless, I do. I've got them in my top 10 as number 10. Then you had the Bears and the Dolphins, which I did not have in my top 10, but did have in my honorable mention. I've got three other teams in that I kept around as honorable mention. Who else do you have that I haven't mentioned yet? In honorable mention, um, one would be Pittsburgh. Mm. Um, they had to use backups a lot last year. I think there was some um, you know, potential there knowing the system more. So I had Pittsburgh. Um, I had Houston, which is probably a stretch with A.J. McCarron. But, um, again, to me, he would have potential watching him a lot in college. And even though his style would obviously be a lot different, or anyone's would be from Watson. Um, and the other one is one guy you mentioned as, as really not being good, but it's Arizona. Hmm. Uh, and mainly because I think Hunley can play a little bit of the same system as the starter there and might not be as big a drop-off for two weeks. Yeah, um, you know, Houston I considered as well. I don't know. I think there's a – we haven't seen A.J. McCarron play in a few seasons. I mean, it was it four, five, six seasons ago. He was kind of the hot backup and uh, almost got traded to Cleveland and that got nixed and then ended up going to Buffalo and not getting a chance. I think got a concussion or something like that. But uh, So I didn't put them on my list. Uh, Pittsburgh, because of their failure last year, I didn't put them on my list either. <laughs> Mason Rudolph, Duck Hodges – I'm not excited about either of those guys, but I think they could probably fit uh, in that area. I've got three other teams. I got Detroit uh, with Stafford and Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel's a career backup, um, but he's a guy that's that's been around a long time. I've put him in the same category as Matt Moore that he might be able to help you out, but they don't have the surrounding cast like some of the other teams do. So that definitely could be a problem. Uh, New England is an interesting one as well. Uh, Cam Newton came in as a free agent. They've got Stidham. Of course, if they believed in Stidham, they wouldn't have brought in Cam Newton. And then Brian Hoyer, again, another guy who's played before. He started uh, for Cleveland. He's been brought in to start different places and gotten beat out. But I feel like he's a guy that can kind of fill that void for a couple weeks if necessary. And then the last one I have is Philadelphia. Uh, Wentz with the starter. They bring in Jalen Hurts drafted. I'm very high on Jalen Hurts. I feel like he's the kind of guy that um, he maybe doesn't have the best ability, but I think with his, he is the true quarterback as far as the way that he thinks, sees the field, things like that. And I think that um, the coaching staff in Philadelphia would put him in the right places to succeed as well. Um, so I've got them uh, in there. Do you think any of those teams are drastically should like shouldn't even be listed in this? Well, I, to me, with no preseason. And no OTAs going with anyone that's a rookie is going to be tough. I agree. I think Hurts has potential, just like I think Jordan Love has potential. But I I, I don't know that there's any way they can be ready uh, there. I think one interesting thing is going to be to see if teams play their backup more, getting them ready in case they need them, rather than only playing them if someone gets hurt. Or, you know, if, if it's an extreme blowout. 
Uh, it'd be interesting to see if during the regular season they give backup snaps uh, with the starters uh, as they get the opportunity. I think it would make some sense if you're thinking about, um, boy, we may need them for a couple weeks. On the other hand, you know, they'll know more by football season with sports, um, you know, how, how likely that is for people to, to um, you know, test positive during the season if they start out, um, if they start out negative, so... Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how quick of a of a leash or short of a leash the coaches have with some of these guys like uh, Carr in, in Las Vegas um, and Fitzpatrick in Miami, those kind of guys, and Chicago too with Trubisky, how fast that they'll get pulled um, if they don't play well. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't know. I think it would depend on team to team as far as how much play the backup would get. I think Miami would have potential to, to play Tua more. Um, I think New England might have potential to play Stidham a little bit more. Philadelphia, even with Hurts, a little bit more. I, I really don't think Jordan Love's going to get any playing time unless Rodgers can't play. Um, he has that same mentality where he's, he's not going to come off the field. Um, outside of that, same in Indianapolis. I wonder. I think that's a, a game that maybe you could see if they're getting blown out or blowing out a team. Maybe they get a chance to bring in, if Eason's playing well in practice, get him in as well. Um, yeah, I think the younger guys, obviously, it's more important than the veterans, uh, whether or not they get any playing time. It's going to be weird. No preseason. I know the players are pretty excited about no preseason, but I don't know. Um, I think it's going to be some pretty ugly football the first couple weeks of the season. And uh, might be good for fantasy football players if you've got running backs. Might, <laughs> might, be, a good, <laughs> might be a good season for that. Um, I've got two teams listed as the worst setup at quarterback for this season. Um, the two that I've got is Washington, um, the Washington football team, uh, as they're called this year. They've got Haskins. I- I'm really cheering for him. I hope that he-, he improves this season. Of course, new coaching staff and everything there. And uh, they brought over Kyle Allen from Carolina with them. Kyle Allen proved last year that he, he can be a backup, but can't really be a starter, I don't think, in the league. And so between Haskins and Kyle Allen, I don't I don't think Washington's looking very good uh, right now. And then the worst team is Jacksonville uh, with Gardner Minshew and Mike Glennon. Uh, neither of those guys, if I was a Jacksonville fan, get me too excited about what's, what's ahead, um, except for maybe Trevor Lawrence. I mean, if you're playing uh, Minshew and Glennon, then there's a good chance that next season you'll be playing Trevor Lawrence as your starting quarterback. And that'll work out. Um, Jacksonville may be tanking. Uh, who knows? New England, some people rumored are tanking. Not sure about that either. Um, but the quarterback situation is interesting uh, for sure to see how it all breaks down. There, We made it through an episode talking football, and we didn't say Oakland one time. So that was good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was because I said the Raiders earlier. Yeah. Trying to stay away from that. It's kind of funny listening to, to everything around these days that we talked about quarterbacks this long and didn't talk about Tampa Bay, but yep. they didn't fit into this. So. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. You've got a couple teams, Tampa Bay, um, the Chargers, I think kind of fit into this as well. They've got interesting players, but not quite in that tier of, you know, Tom Brady doesn't have a good backup. Um, and Los Angeles with the Chargers, they've got a rookie, but he's probably going to sit behind Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor is not great. 
Um, you know, I considered them. I kind of put them and Pittsburgh in that same general area on my list as well. But yeah, how, and, and you had to bring up Tom Brady, but uh, we didn't talk about Tom Brady up until now. That's pretty good, uh, I would say, uh, uh, for us at least. And, and everything as well. I think the Denver quarterback will be real good. I just don't think there's any depth at all behind him. So, yeah, he, he has potential. Yeah, Drew Locke uh, out of Missouri. You know, for me, in my lifetime, I've never looked at Missouri as good at football. And uh, uh, Drew Locke, um, I don't know about him. That's going to be an interesting one to see. Denver has not been able to hit on a quarterback really since John Elway has taken over in the front office. They had, of course, Peyton Manning and got their Super Bowl. But even then, Manning wasn't great in those seasons. Or, well, in the last season, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, he's, he's drafted a few guys, and none of them have turned out yet. So Drew Locke will be interesting to see if he comes along. And, again, you mentioned it when you're talking about the Raiders. That's not an easy division to win football games in. Um, and uh, Kansas City's pretty good over there, and the Chargers have an incredible defense. They don't have a great offense, but an incredible defense as well. Um, so a lot of a lot of challenges for sure on there. Thanks, Dad. I sure enjoyed having you on today. Thank you, everyone else, for listening to the Sports Stove podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Sports Stove, and uh, we'll continue to be dropping episodes here as the sports world continues. Thank you for listening, and thank you to our sponsors, RA Marketing. Find more information about them at goradigital.com. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove.